Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. Doing hey, are we on? Maybe we're on. Maybe we're not. We're on. We're on, Lou. Hey, welcome everybody. It's three thirty. It's. Hey, you know what's funny? Like, like, actually, I can't hear you. You can't hear me. I, I can barely hear my ears, but that's okay. I'm gonna keep talking. I Good. learned to not point stuff like that out, Tommy. Sorry, uh, I can't hear mine. Well, of course, the time. Sorry. Things begin to operate and function properly. So basically, if you're on our end over here, what happens is we just begin to have the show and do things, and then slowly but surely, one or two or three seconds at a time, things begin to function. I like people to think that we're that this is we're normal people. One and two, this is real for real deal live stuff. So guess what happens? Sometimes, hey, there's a little glitch. There it is. Hey, look at that. The hey, monitor little, just came it's, on. It's not that there's a glitch, right? I'm doing a two man job here. That's what it is. We have another yeah. problem. We have another problem. My chair didn't have any problem doing that. <laughs> Uh, Bam, look at Subi's going to smile on that Subi, one. Subi, don't laugh. We have another issue. Why does Subi think that's so uh, funny? She, she loves that's Cherub. Funny. You'll never replace Cherub in her heart. What's up, Cribs? We have one more issue. Hmm. I actually look older than I think I really am on the camera. <laughs> no, that's how you look. Oh, no, that's oh, okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. actually look younger on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the oh, camera the camera, <laughs> Thanks. The camera adds... They said they add 10 years. The camera adds. But how many cameras do you have on you? Yeah, the, apparently I got like six cameras on me. Hey, Cribs, I can make you look younger if you want. Uh, please airbrush me, Photoshop me, do something. I got you. For Cribs, in reality, you're what? You're 50 I'm or 49 this year? 49 I, or 50? I am. I'm a little higher, a little higher than that. 51, Cribs. You look uh, much younger now. Yeah, 51. <laughs> that was funny, Lou. There we go. But he gained like 180 there pounds. You go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic awesome. trick. Louis, Louis, David Copperfield, he's like, I'm going to make you look younger. I'm also going to make you look 180 pounds heavier. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Magic. Wow. Yeah, that was good. All right, so we're done ro- we roasting each okay, other. Okay, we're done roasting. Are it's we? fun. No, we're not done. We're it's just not really. for, the, for the hour that we're on the air. Then when we get off, we can continue. Continue the roastage. Um, <laughs> for the sake of the audience. Please. All right. Please. So we've got a great show today. And, um, you know, what is ironic is the fact that we are having a show that is talking about millennials in the car business. And then we have you here right. at like AARP well, card. One more. Right. All right. Well, so that have, was the last one. You got to have like point counterpoint, right? So I'm like right. the counterpoint. The counterpoint, right. Yeah. So two ends of the spectrum. We're going to book in the age gap between the car dealers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I so guess. So was it like selling the first Studebaker that rolled off the lot? <laughs> How was that? No, nice. uh, Studebaker. Is it, was it, was it, did it take time to crank start the vehicle before you take them on the test drive? I mean, like, you know, before the crank started, that was, did, they get, did they get impatient? That was one of the you know, premier parts of the walk around. Like, watch how quick it is to start this. It only takes 77 cranks. Let's count. If you walked one, two, three, my question four, would be, if you, when you walked around, did the horse ever kick you? <laughs> That's my question. All right. Well, last one. So this, this is Auto Dealer Live, and we are talking millennials in the car business today, making money successful. These are, these are people in that age bracket today that are literally doing something ex- extremely spectacular 
at the respective dealerships. And we have a great, great lineup of incredible people um, in store for you today. And they're going to be talking about their practices and how they move the needle at their dealership, how they do this um, today in 2017 and how they're doing it well. So I'm extremely, uh, extremely happy to have our guest on. Uh, we've got, I think our youngest, if I understood her correctly, is about to turn 22. Is Subi is about to turn 22, right? Yeah. Oh, see, Subi, you like that? <laughs> no, no we, we, someone that's about to turn 22, and then I don't know to what age we're going today, but we're staying in that millennial um, genre, in that millennial um, age bracket crib so yeah. i'm excited though man we've got some incredible movers and shakers and that's the that's really the thing because you know we're gonna we're gonna squash today once and for all any idea that one would have um about millennials work ethic um hours in the car business or whatever it takes to make it happen because these these individuals are doing extraordinary things today in the car business i think they're leading the way and, and so um, if you're listening today um, and you, maybe you're struggling with certain uh, demographics in hiring or maybe keeping, um, you know, uh, the younger um, up and coming individuals that are sharp and ready today, I would say grab a pen and a pad or get your iPads out, you know, and take some notes because um, you're going to catch some nuggets today that are going to that's going to help you if you're if you're open to it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's really cool to have a show like this because you know when we talk about the ages of the the guests that are on and some of them that uh, are just doing amazing things, but uh, the coolest part is when you see someone young in this business that really catches the passion for it, mm-hmm. and you know you look at them and see what they're doing, and you know that they're kind of <laughs> all in, and you know you're looking at someone that not only you get to the fun of getting to watch them develop throughout their career, but you're looking at someone that's going to be the future decision maker in the car business. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, that, and that's, and I think that, yeah, that's a great point. You know, sometimes um, in society in general, you hear older people, um, you know, and I say older people, typically older people, maybe dogmatic, you know, people, even if they're not, you know, older than us or what have you, but um, say, you know, in, in general, man, I, you know, we're in trouble, you know, because right, this, right. but I, I, I think it's an, I think it, that's so stinking thinking because, you know, I look at, um, people that work here for us and people that are in the car business, like some that we have on the show today. And I don't think we're in trouble. I think we have ton of opportunity and then we're in a great place for, um, for a, a launch, a relaunch, you know, it's almost like the car business has gotten to a certain place and a certain level. But I mean, unless we've arrived, right, no industry is 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 there is where they need to be. I know I'm not. I know I'm not where I where I need to be or I'm going to be. I haven't arrived at that final destination. So I think that it, and rather than a launch, how about a relaunch? Yeah, right. It's interesting you say that because uh, a lot of people in the within the industry and industry experts I've, I've actually had some conversations recently with quite a few that have talked about that they just feel like we're in this stage where something major is about to shift we're, mm. we're about to see a total kind of redesign and remake up of the auto business so mm. um so it's kind of interesting to what think were they about saying, that. what were they were they did they reference what they, specifically they, they or they couldn't quite, put their finger on it yeah they couldn't put their finger on it they just said man it just you know and this is this is not just one conversation by the way so uh it's, it's been pretty, coming right for a couple of years and now it's kind of like starting now i mean there's there felt like there's it feels like there's been something cha- about the change yeah and whether it's 
you know, the advancement in technology or the whole millennial conversation, whatever, but it feels like it's going yeah, that direction. Yeah, I think direction. it's kind of all of it kind of coming together. We'll hear from our panel about that as well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Lou, I don't want to put you on the spot because if the answer is no, it probably is not the good time to do it. But I was just thinking all these comments that are coming in on Facebook – um, I'd like to know, first of all, if you're watching on Facebook, I mean, Brian West, uh, Emily Bauer, I know Emily is, um, Joey Perez, you are. We have some millennials watching. I'd like to find out, hey, who who is watching that, that fits into that category? And you say, hey, I'm here. I'm moving and shaking. I saw somebody, I think it was Emily Bauer from Dealer Authority, said um, is an auto dealer live viewing party. But I don't know if this is able to be done, Lou, but I know Facebook now has on Facebook Live the ability to invite have we figured that we have? Have we? Is that possible? Or some, here's here's a cool thing. <laughs> Lou shook his. I don't know. If, I don't know like if he was shaking his head like I got this. Or but hold on. Before you say yes, Lou, and bite off like way more than you could chew. Like you know, what I mean, like completely shove your foot down into your belly. Um, let me let me say that I would like to start doing this, guys. Where you're on Facebook, you're watching. Not only calling in if you prefer to jump on and ask your question via your cell phone. You'd like to just you know, I don't know, not Skype, Facebook Live invite right on in and go here i am right here i've got a question for you guys that we'd love to do that can that happen lou or no yes wow look he didn't even wait lou's got literally i counted them seven monitors that he's monitoring all right so here's what we're gonna here's what we're gonna do okay so you guys can here's what we're gonna do so you guys that are watching right now tommy let's go through some of the comments here real quick um and then the guys that are watching tommy's gonna read some of your comments here's what we're gonna do while our when our panel comes on in a few they're gonna start talking and then uh, we're not gonna obviously be able to bring you know tons of people on maybe for our first one but what i'd like to do lou in 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 a lieu of in lieu of no pun intended in lieu of calling in or in addition to the ability to call in on the number on the screen we will we'd like to and you could post a comment if you'd like to be one hey i got a question i wouldn't mind facebook living in then we'll invite you we'll get you on the screen and you could do a video call in and be right here and then ask your question to our panel and our audience how does that sound just make sure that they understand though they still have to call in the phone number so we can get audio they still have to call the number. Why don't you let them know that? Since that's well, what guys, you just said. if you guys are going to be calling in and we can use a video from your Facebook, just go ahead and call. They can't. They can't use the audio from the Facebook Live. No, it will not work. Okay, something to do with the All stream. All right, so tell them what to do, Lou. Okay. So you're going to call in. You're going to Facebook Live us, and you're going to dial. Foot? 813-574-1820. What foot do you How's that foot taste? <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's like, oh, you know, crap, I forgot. I forgot that part. I didn't, I didn't Just fish. make sure when you call us, you're going to have to drive to Nevada. We have a bunch of people, bunch of people mouthing on the, on the questions. Mountain. <laughs> They're going to be like, we can't hear you. Can we do it? Absolutely. Hey, can we can we read some comments? We've got some good comments. Sure. We're sure. blowing up. Hey, 813-574-1820 is that number to call if you want to yeah. yeah. Skype in or, or Facebook Live in. Brian West said, Penn pad what are these old people things oh yeah. brian i oughta you know one of those joy Brett says when you walk around did the horse kick you oh he was happy with that comment joy 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 lewis type joy 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 that was an emoji so you just typed in the word joy 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 Subi said quit being so mean to cribs yeah Subi's defending me thank you she didn't like she liked that one excited to hear from jake and Subi. jillian ambrose said that well we are too uh yeah uh, auto deal live hashtag auto deal live put your comments with a hashtag auto deal live on your social media we'll danielle you know. stevens said oh it's on who said that danielle stevens oh it's on christopher indeed, ward danielle. this should be a good show emily bauer uh auto deal live party brian west hey everyone christopher ward you're gonna have to divide millennials who just get into the car business to pay off their crazy school loans uh-huh. and millennials who are the millennial car dogs of the future yeah that's a good point i like let's that. get our guest involved what do you guys say huh let's do it all right lou we're gonna be back how long 60 seconds uh, about, about that. Okay, about 60 seconds. 1820, call us. 120 seconds. All right.
Two and two. What he said. We'll what come back said. in two seconds. Ready? Five, <laughs> four. <laughs> that's why in math, you know, God yeah. bless him. Uh, All right. That millennial math. That's that uh, common core stuff right I don't there. think Lou's not a millennial. What do you All mean right. Yeah, How old are you? I'm 32. You're yeah, 33. Like 35. You said. I think millennial. I'll be 33 in May. Yeah. 75. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a cutoff somewhere, bro. 75, 75 to 95. 95. All right. 75 to 95 is millennials? Yes. No, so not. how am I a millennial? You're not a millennial. You're not a millennial. You look you're like old. I was born in 77. You just said 75. But you know what, though? You're rare because you, how old your father? My father's 83. His father's eight. Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's dad was kicking it, boy. The, the problem is that Tommy can't be right, hey, middle name's Melbourne. Hey, okay. Sh- okay, okay hey, listen, enough ripping. Let's bring, let's bring right, our guests yeah, on. Right, I'm ready to hear from them. All right. The Here we go. P- uh, p- sponsored, guys, by Automoto HR. We have Tony Washington, internet sales specialist at Crane Buick uh, GMC of Springdale. We have uh, Celia Strong. If I said that wrong, I apologize. You can correct me. Web media manager at, oh, God, forget her name. I'm going to have problems Shenandoah. pronouncing this dealership. Shenandoah. What? Right. What? Shenandoah. Shenandoah. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. That's, that's a common looking word. Shenandoah Buick GMC. Subi Ghosh, Senior Director of Dealer Strategy at Stream Companies. We have Jake Davis, Internet Relations Manager at North Georgia Toyota. Love the accent. Jake Jameson Johnson. Just got to spend a couple of days with Jameson. What a sharp, sharp cat. <coughs> Sales Inventory Manager, Athens Ford in Georgia. And we have Ryan Dunkel, former Automotive Sales and Marketing Professional Performance Toyota Volvo. And um, guys, thank you so much. Gals, thank you so much for being with us. Great, great topic. Excited to hear from you guys. Cribs, I'm going to kick it over to you and let you... Uh, all right. Starts off. So let's go to Ryan. Ryan Dunkel, you're with us. <clears throat> yep, I'm here. Okay, so we'll we'll get started with you, Ryan. And you know, the first question I guess is, you know, uh, when you're when you're in the dealership, do you do you even consciously think about the fact that uh, you know, hey, we're millennials, and maybe some of the people in the dealership, maybe some of the you know nope. people in different positions are older. Is there a separation in the thought process of hey? Um, maybe part of the dealership is old school, part of it's new school. I mean, do you even categorize yourself as a millennial? What is that? What is that like? I personally don't. I don't like to. I don't like to separate myself. I just treat myself as like any other person that wants to, you know, aspire to be bigger and greater. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't really look at it from a perspective of, hey, I'm a millennial. <laughs> they're a baby boomer. I mean, the reality is we're all in this together, and we need to make the needle move, and we need to do what our job is, which is sell cars. And you know, that's pretty much what I look at it as. What are we here to do? Yeah, I mean, great point on, on, on that. I, I can't, I can't agree more. I know that that's a question you have to ask, Cribs. But I mean, yeah. Subi, you know, when I look at this, really, um, with the question that Cribs asked, it's we're, only reason we're even talking about this and bringing this show to to the light and, and having this discussion is because we're we're saying I think the way maybe the generation was raised, just with some of the technology and maybe just the era that was raised, that um, there there are. Um, there's a stigma maybe that's there. And I want to, I want to, I want to squash that today, Subi. And so really, if I'm looking at the group that's on this panel, including of course yourself, these are movers and shakers. I mean, it really doesn't matter, um, how old that that's the point of the conversation, I guess the, the, the age bracket. But I mean, really, isn't, isn't it about just crushing it at whatever age? Yeah, and it's, I, I don't know. I think of it this way. I think you're going to have lazy people and successful, driven people in any single generation. Mm-hmm. And our problem, at the reason why people get so disappointed with millennials being in our world is that we're just not hiring right. There are plenty, as you can see, with the, the what there's a small percentage of the, the driven millennials that are on the show right now, and that's still a significant number of 
people that you brought on here. And there are going to be hungry, driven people that are just going to do the job. And those are the people you have to find. Uh, I don't, I do think that the way that certain generations were raised with technology makes them a little less social or um, by a certain, when you're raised by a certain generation, you behave differently. And that goes from every generation on down. But I really don't see the major issue that a lot of people seem to stick to and talk about with this bias against millennials, because I've always had incredible success. And I think part of that is knowing how to hire and how to hold them accountable and how to hear what they need. And that's Mm -hmm. not just for millennials, that's for any generation. Yeah. You know, Chris, when we first started talking about this, you know, a couple of years ago, when we kind of, you know, talked in general, it, it was more like um, you had a lot of people that, that that complained on comments or said negative types of things, you know, about um, a millennial, you know, millennials and so forth. But really, today's show is we have we have people that are leading the way. Yeah, in other words, yeah, it's no not doubt. like, yeah. So like, in other words, you know, it, it, there, there's people, the same people that were throwing stones are watching their videos and watching them skyrocket. I mean, it, you know, I, I was talking to Jameson, uh, who was here with, at our boot camp Monday and Tuesday. And, um, you know, I mean, just how incredible i mean he this is a guy who jameson i'm going to ask you i mean this is a guy who literally took the initiative to say i'm going to i want to go to the boot camp and went and made a deal with his team his management team and said if i hit this number will you send me there will you send me down there and they said yes and he did and then they did and you know jameson i mean that's that's incredible i mean you're you know you're you're making you're, you're structuring deals with your organization to better yourself and so um, you know, and by the way, and he didn't do me, this wasn't a, this, well, anyway, I want to have you comment on that, Jameson, you know, that's, that's a mindset that transcends generations. I mean, that's a mindset that gets anyone's attention and talk a little bit about what gives you that drive to succeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, thank you guys again for having me on the show. It's good to see you guys earlier this week, but, um, um, it's good to hear, you know, I work in Athens and I've got a really supportive, um, staff here, management staff. Um, I've always had it, you know, since day one, whatever I wanted to do um, as far as, you know, with sales and, and uh, social media. But um, a lot of people don't know unless you know me personally, but at the dealership, I actually did start in sales. I was actually the uh, the inventory manager, so that's a lot porter. You know, I was making about 12 bucks an hour, you know, starting off. And this was just back in uh, 2013, so not very long ago. But um, just having the support system and then, you know, just pushing me to be able to grow and get to the next level and, uh, you know, setting goals for yourself month in and month out um, on what you want to accomplish either for that month and, uh, you know, for the year with, with Ford, I'm sure other manufacturers uh, offer it, but, you know, they have the, the awards that they give you for yourselves for the year, but, um, you know, get the excellence award, you know, you'll get plaques, you'll get rings, stuff like that, but um, that was definitely one of my goals as well, you know, to hit that point um, every single year, and like I said, the, the staff here is super supportive and um, you know, anytime I want to go to a training event, I just let them know, hey, I want to go to this, and, you know, we make it happen. That's good. So, yeah. I was going to say, well, um, I was corrected by Matt Koenig. It is, or Lou was corrected, rather. It's 1980. That's the cutoff for millennials, just for the record, Lou. Yeah. And then new so call Mark. Know. Hey, let's, let's take it to, uh, let's take the question to Tony. Uh, new car Mark had tweeted se- uh, a stat, 77% of millennials have a positive perception of a company that offers text engagement capabilities. So when it comes to like, you know, I don't know if that's technology per se, but when it comes to like technology, how important, yeah, tools like that, how important is that to somebody like yourself? 
I believe that, I mean, those tools are very important. And I think that's what is separating us apart from, or it's not even necessarily separating us, but like you said, leading the way. That's, that's what's allowing us to lead the way is that we were kind of brought up with, with this technology. We embrace it a lot, a lot easier. Uh, we grew up in, in like the YouTube how-to era. Mm. So, so we've got, you know, we've got training at our, at our fingertips. At, at any point in time, we can look up and see how to, how to do certain things. And, and that's what, you know, we embrace the training. We embrace the, the apps and the different things that make it easier for us to, to build the experience before we even get to sit down with a customer. That's good. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, Cialia Strong is it? Is it pronounced Cialia, or are we butchering it? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Shalia. Like I said, Shalia. So close. Um, yeah. Very close. So, <laughs> so Shalia, you know, let's talk about this for a moment because I think this is an interesting perspective. But you know, we hear so much in the marketplace, um, Dave and Tommy, also that um, about you know communicating and reaching the millennial market, the consumer market. Now, Shalia, as the media manager, I'm guessing as a millennial, don't you feel you have an advantage there in helping reach the up-and-coming millennial market, being a millennial yourself? Oh, definitely. Um, half of my managers are, I mean, they all have, like, Facebook and stuff like that, so they all they all use social media, but they don't use it to the extent of, like, what me or even my friends would use it. So it's just interesting to see and watch how they would use it, comparing it to us and knowing that, me myself, I I use it differently than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how, so how so do give you, us a tip. I was yeah. gonna say, how do you do it different? What's different? Um, I don't know. I just I guess it's more engaging to actually. I mean, maybe not me personally. I don't I don't post a lot, but I, even just like scrolling through and seeing my friends actually post and seeing what they post and stuff like that. Like they share. They're more open to sharing a lot more, like feeling wise or even what they're doing as opposed to someone who is older even like my parents they don't really i don't know they don't really share anything like that not personal wise yeah no, you know, and thank you, um, Sheila. And, and so, you know, it's funny, Jake, I'll go to you, but um, really it's, it's when it comes to social media, let's, let's take that for a second. You know, it's obviously uh, in, in anyone on the panel, like, like uh, Tony has said, grew up, you know, using uh, social media, using the tools that, you know, YouTube generation, what have you. And, um, but I mean, I think that it's the sharing part of that is, the sh- when when uh, Celia said that her that her friends share, I think that I think that any age bracket that's really the key when it comes to that. I mean, like like in other words, are you are you sharing you know yourself? Are you out there going, hey, let's check check out what I'm doing? I think it's a Bill have that actually uh, you know uh, videos the test drives. You know, we were talking in Texas yeah, sure. a couple of weeks ago to a dealer group about uh, videoing the test drive and just interacting with his customers in a special way. And when you do something like that, and then you make them feel special by just by just using the tool tools that are at your disposal that you guys have grown up on it's not like it's difficult to do i think what it what it is is it's maybe difficult to understand the importance of if you're not used to it it's not difficult to do but to see the importance of that it's just it's just like going to a network meeting for somebody that's in another generation and you know except you could do that to 20 times the audience, you know, and you right, can share sure, your experiences. Sure. So Jake, let me ask you, man, you're the internet relations manager, you know, there, um, obviously you're, you're doing a lot of things. You also said that you, you're helping them out, I think with digital marketing. Um, so talk about that North Georgia, Toyota, 
You know, I love the accent, by the way. And, um, you know, talk a little bit about your role there, man, and, and some of the, maybe some of the transition that's going on. And maybe even give us an example, Jake, of something that might have been difficult for some of the, you know, quote unquote, you know, uh, veterans that, how they transitioned and how maybe it was difficult for someone. And maybe you have a case study of, Somebody that embraced it, that didn't want to or didn't know how to, and now maybe they're leading the way, posting at your dealership and doing something. Do you have do you have some stories like that, Jake? Uh, yeah. So, so one of the things with with millennials, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but I think they are very heavily influenced by friends. Um, so, obviously, by seeing their friends post something, if they bought a vehicle, you know, it might get somebody, you know, one of their friends interested <clears throat> or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of our social presence. Um, I mean, we took it from when I started. We were we were very canned, if that makes sense. I mean, we had, you know, just content that people didn't really engage with. To, to the point now where, uh, which we uh, work with a company called Dealer Authority. I know a lot of them; those guys are in here. Appreciate you guys tuning in. But uh, I mean, they they've been awesome for us. And and one of the things that that I try to do, um, we're, we've got a Spanish website now with Buscador de Auto. Mm-hmm. And so I try, you know, weekly, at least monthly, to get a new, fresh Spanish video out where they're doing walk-arounds on, on um, you know, Camrys, Corolla, stuff like that in Spanish. I want to hear, I got to hear, can I hear you say something in Spanish with that accent? I just got to hear. Can you say something? Do you know any Spanish, Jake, at all? Because your accent in Spanish, I mean, that's just like, that's plus, almost like two languages at one time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's really where we where I've tried to get us on the map is is with the Spanish content. I mean, that's some of our best and most engaging and lowest cost content on mm-hmm. social media to kind of reach the Hispanic market. That's something I've really prided myself in with our market is trying to reach more Hispanic buyers um, through social. But I do a lot of content, you know, videos um, through BombBomb. I think I saw Elise mm-hmm. was in here. So shout out to Elise through BombBomb. But mm-hmm. that's been an awesome platform just to get um, you know personalized videos out. Right. You know, when people are putting in leads, you know, trying to get as many videos out as possible, you know, if I ever go out, if, if we don't have pictures up, I mean, I'm going to take a video every single time. Because, I mean, it's just as easy to clip the pictures as it is to take a video. If somebody on, this, if somebody on the panel besides Jake use, um, use something like BombBomb and say, and, and, and it, you know, and then how's it working for you? Like, give, maybe give us an example of how, you know, someone viewed your video. You were able to, you know, capture, you know, that, take advantage of the fact that it was instant and then maybe, maybe, maybe land a deal or some type of referral off of that. Does someone have a, a case study or a story that they'd like to share maybe using something like that? Well, I, I, this is Tony, and I use I use BombBomb. Uh, I think BombBomb is a great a great tool. Uh, I've actually we have manifest lists like you know lists, and I, I do a data entry, put in everything, upload a CSV file um, uh, for like a private offer, and I can mass send it. I can send one video, an exciting video. Uh, hey, you've been accepted. You know, you've been selected for. Um, you know, for $2,500 off of your next purchase. And it goes out to everyone. I can see whenever they're looking at it, I can then call and then personalize the video towards them or a, or a phone call towards them, taper to them, mm-hmm. get their information. And, and, you know, it just ushers a large amount. It's, it's not about who you have in front of you right now. It's about who you can get in front of. That's good. That's good. That's good, Dave. Should we yeah. read some comments? There's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of comments going on. Does anybody want uh, Lou? Has anybody reached out about? Does anybody want to come on fa- uh, and ask a question via via video? Okay. 
So, so I noticed that Joe Straffolino uh, was saying that you know time off was more important than the money with millennials. And was I Joe commenting? Uh, yeah, oh, yes, he was. Yeah. Joe Straffolino from Joe Causeway Straffolino. Hyundai, that's, that's a Causeway threat. Nissan, that, Causeway Ford, Causeway. Well, Everyone you know, likes time off. I'm 40. I'm yeah. an Xer, right? Well, yeah, but you're you do a, that while you're at work. That's true. Yeah. I do take so time get, off while I'm here. Yeah, Tommy gets his time off at work. Yeah. But um, so. <laughs> folks. Joe Straffolino's not a millennial, okay? He no. looks young, looks, you know, shape, but he's probably, you know, 40 something. Yeah. So what do you say? But he has a few dealerships that he Oh, yeah, five dealerships. As well. So um, he's saying that the millennials prefer, you know, time off as opposed to maybe mm. more money. And, um, and we've talked about that before on the show, but Subi, uh, maybe you can comment on where we're at with that. I mean, is, is obviously money's, a, I think, a, certainly a motivating factor for most everyone, but um, Unless they do those tiny houses. Unless they're part of those yeah, tiny, house tiny house communities. Maybe they don't need as much uh, money. I don't know. Are, is this true? I mean, would, would millennials rather have, you know, like more of an, a relaxed schedule? Then they maybe and maybe make you know sixty seventy grand a year versus maybe a hundred grand a year working you know mm. more hours more mm. traditional hours. Subi. So I'm a big fan of sociology and following sociology. The breakdowns of generations are different now than they used to be. We can fit everyone in fifteen years and <clears throat> and take a look at what the trends are. But like with any stats, that's a blanket statement. I know plenty of millennials who would much rather chase that chase Subi, that money like anybody else. Subi, let me rephrase yeah. the question. As an owner or a GM, am I looking for someone who wants a more relaxed schedule and is not as hot on making big there money? Mm-hmm. I like that one better. It, that's, that's just it. It's, it comes down to the role. If you're hiring for a BDC, yeah, find someone who... I think we, we don't listen to people enough. I've managed... Mm-hmm. Boomers, I've managed millennials. We're not listening to what is important to the employee. And if I were to make a blanket statement, work-life balance and culture is more important to this age group than previous generations, as is feeling a part of something big. That doesn't mean you're not going to find really driven, passionate people that are going to be financially motivated. Vice versa, I found plenty of boomers that that worked for me that wanted work-life balance. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, well, I was, I, my curiosity when you said that was, is is that really the case or has it always been that way? It just like, you know, 70 years ago, your grandpa wasn't allowed to, to have the work-life balance. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And now it's become more of like That's a thing fair. where we have to address it because I, I can't imagine anyone didn't say, oh, I'd love to have a well, you know, but let, well, let me Let me read Brian. Months. I don't know who Brian, uh, and I apologize, Brian. I may know you if I, if, I, if I saw your picture. You guys may know who Brian West is. Uh, Brian West commented and said, uh, Joseph, um, I guess he was saying, he called Joe Straffolino Joseph. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, he said, I disagree 100%. He said, I'm all about working as hard as possible and earning as much money as possible. So, Ryan Dunkel, let me go to you. Um, I mean, you know, this is something, because this is a question, and this is not only a question that some owners have, this may be uh, um, a deterrent, you know, from somebody, you know, reaching out and, and, and opening their, their arms up maybe to a, a certain segment and to, to some degree. What is your opinion of this? I mean, are you somebody who really says, hey, I have no problem working, I, I, you know, I'll outwork anyone, or is a schedule, a flexible schedule important to you? And, and what do you think, Ryan? R- Ryan had to leave. Okay, so Ryan's off. Okay. All right. Jameson, let me go to you and ask that same question. What, what's, fi- help us with this and solve this, uh, maybe solve this, uh, this dilemma. 
re- rephrase the question one more time. Is basically asking well, what I mean, in, yeah, uh, just back and forth. Money versus time off. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, really, what, what? And I know you can't speak for everyone, and that's the problem I have with this discussion in some ways. It's I don't think all people are like you know, much less you know, millennials. But but I mean, realistically, are we? Do we need to be concerned in the car business about flexible schedules, or do we just? Are, is it more about maybe culture and and just in an embrace? You know, maybe a vision, but yet people do millennials like yourself do want to work hard and make money. I mean, which is it that's more important? I should say that maybe a dealer should look at a, as a business model. Um, I think it may be some of both. You know, especially if you're if you're in the uh, the sales side of it. You know, like I am is if you're a millennial, you know, just finding a uh, store that embraces you know everything that you're going to be doing on the side. You know, whether it's social media, staying busy offer a um you know a, a, an aggressive pay plan is always it's very enticing you know if you are chasing the money and then at the same time you know offer uh, a day or two off you know as as maybe a bonus one month hey if you hit this number then you can uh have a flexible schedule you know next month or you can take x amount of days off next month and um overall you know the longer that you're in it and the and the more business that you build in in your book of repeats and referrals mm-hmm. i mean you're able to come to work and, uh, you know, you're still putting in a lot of hours, but you're just basically working smarter at that point because, you know, you can line up your day with appointments. You're not having to, you know, stand on the lot for 12 hours, pounding the pavement, and, you know, wondering if you're going to hit your goal for that month. And then once you hit that point to where you have the repeats from referrals, then you're able to, you know, maybe miss uh, a couple of days and it, you know, not affect you as much. Like, mm-hmm. um, I told somebody this before we, before we jumped on the, on the call, but, you know, even with me being in Tampa, Sunday through Tuesday. I got back yesterday, delivered three, and, you know, it was almost like I was never gone, you know, mm-hmm. even though I got the time out to hit my training, be in Florida, which, of course, is an awesome state, mm-hmm. and uh, and still get back and get back, and you're right on track to, to keep it going like you never left off. So, that's cool. That's um, good. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's that's really good, and and I don't I, I just want to stay on that question for one more second, Cribs, before you guys yeah, change it. Yeah. Let me ask the tw- twenty one, almost twenty two year old. I mean, let's somebody that's coming into, I mean, the professional work workforce. You know, t- probably the, the, you know the newest of, of any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Cecilia, I'm gonna Shelia, Shelia, thank you, Shelia, Shelia, I'm thinking of the singers, Shelia, Shelia, see y'all, Shelia, Shelia. Okay, Shelia. Kevin Burns said, okay, he commented on, on Facebook. He said, 100% disagree. I don't enjoy my time off. <laughs> I do. But he said, I constantly am checking my work emails. I do that as well. When I'm off work, yes, maybe I want a vacation once a year, but I haven't taken a vacation close to five years. I want to make my money now. I can take my time off when I retire. Mm. Okay. So okay. maybe that's not a good example, but no. and that's his opinion. But we read Kevin's. But let me ask you, as a 21-year-old, almost 22, coming into this this business, are you looking for a flexible schedule or are you looking for somebody to say, hey, I'm going to give you a blueprint to really you know, start leading a successful life? I mean, what, what's more important to you and where are you at in this conversation? Um, to be honest, I like both, obviously, but I, I do like my time off and I only say that because it does give me a chance to kind of uh, – get a grip on what exactly I have, have happening during work hours. But I guess my thing is when I am in the dealership, I like to balance the hours that I'm there and make sure I still get everything done that I need to get done. I'm not afraid to work a 12-hour day if I have to do that, but I also still like to come home and relax and mm-hmm. have a good, I guess, rewind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Just 
Yeah, absolutely. Settle, settle down. But I, I, I definitely, obviously, I, the money is great. But at the same time, I still need to just get my stuff done at work and then come home. It's kind of how I feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And let's go back to Tito. Tito, um, Internet Sales Specialist at Crane Buick GMC of Springdale. And as an Internet leader, really, um, let's talk to you for a moment and talk about um, kind of the same topic of conversation. But it, what what do you believe as a dealership, what do you believe a dealership should be doing to attract millennials and what attracted you to the store or maybe the highlights of what you're looking for in a dealership? Mm, good question. Okay, so so I, I believe that that sales is life. So so whenever I started working here, I it was my first dealership I've ever first first time in the car business. Uh heard about the money, it sounded like a great thing. I am kind of an upper classman uh millennial. I'm I'm thirty one. I, I you know, so I, I really like um like the money, like like the thoughts of being able to make a living and, and make some make some strides for my family and the different things like that. So I, I feel like sales is life. Everything I do is is selling. I'm always branding myself, always selling myself. Even when I'm not here, I'm doing that. That's what that's what we kind of look for is some people who are not afraid to try something different, not afraid to do something outside the box. Um, and and you know you can be lazy to the point where you don't work, or you can be working and be lazy to the point where you're not doing what is necessary to to uh to get the job done you know the the essential things mm -hmm. so we just look for we look for the people who are who are really about you know who are really invested that's what you look for uh is is just people who are invested mm -hmm. and uh that's good yeah you know, so. yeah thank you tito and uh, dave what about this is there anyone on the panel that went to work at your store because you were just attracted to the work schedule. Hmm. And crickets, 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 crickets. crickets, crickets. crickets. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> They're like, nine to, nine to nine Monday through Saturday. We're signing me up. <laughs> well, you, who, if somebody was going to say something? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I love my work schedule. Okay. Yeah. And you know, what, and what is your ironic, work schedule, Tito? It's, it's ironic, though. Wow. The comments that are coming in on Facebook are, I mean, in, in a lot of millennials, they're saying, like, what's time off or what? You know, so, I mean, or, you know, and there, there's what no. What is it? What yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But that's the culture that we've designed in this space. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be that way. Mm. I've, I've, having managed sales floors, like, I was a sales director in my previous life, and having managed sales floors, when we cre came up and created interesting unique cultures and also schedules is when we attracted really interesting people that helped take us to another direction <clears throat> and just because we do things a certain way doesn't mean it's the way that it has to be done there mm -hmm. are plenty of people like tracy myers for example who just created things with his team to be able to attract a great sales body and and i just i find that yeah we are turning away quality talent because of our hours mm -hmm. and because of our confusing pay structures and because our lack of leadership and culture. Scroll, scroll down. Absolutely. Well, well said there. And, you know, I'm going to go to comment right above Sean Hayes there. I want to read the uh, Sean yep. comment of what's, what's the time off. But Zach uh, Boak, Boakman, uh, if I said it correctly, I apologize. If not, he said, agree, Eddie. I guess maybe he's talking to uh, somebody else on Facebook. Eddie this said the 9 to 9 was the 
worse morale killer. Okay, so he said, "Agree, Eddie." And this this is this is something interesting. I'll go to Jake Davis. Jake, I'm not sure if you have a, a family or if you're you know if you're still a single guy. I don't know, but uh, Ed, uh, Zach here said, "I don't have a family now, but could never imagine having one one day and being able to have a uh, nine to nine work schedule." And um, so that's that is something. And, but, and by the way, before you answer that, Jake, um, maybe some of you, um, Matt Keenig is is doing his uh, Rockstar conference in um, in Vegas, and he has a guy that he interviewed a couple weeks ago. Can't remember the guy's name. Some of you guys probably know who he is. He's a hundred and forty car yeah, a month was, or something. Uh, yeah, you know. And, and, and but here's the deal: you, you hear that, and all of a sudden you think like you know the guy's gonna have a big giant S on his shirt, and he's gonna be like ah, you know, like you know, you know, like this some some macho. But what he interviewed him, and he was humble as could be. And one of the things that I I loved about it is he said he works, he works. Monday through Friday doesn't work weekends. He does work until you know eight, eight o'clock or so because he has customers. But he takes weekends off, and the way he does that obviously is 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 because he's built the book of business. But I like that he said that family time is very important, and my weekends are for my family. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I guess if you're selling 140 cars, you 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 know you write your schedule. But yeah. he didn't start that way. And I'm sure those principles were important to him back then. But Jake, why don't you comment on this? And you know, I know it's not all about schedule, but it seems like that this topic a lot of times goes back to that. Do you have an opinion on this, Jake? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're a family owned and operating dealership, so our hours are like nine to six thirty through the week, nine mm-hmm. to five Saturday, and close Sunday. So I mean, you don't have to work bell to bell nine to nine or whatever. Um, when I first kind of started. Um, in general, I mean, the goal was obviously just get the job done. There's people putting in their information. There's people putting in internet leads. There's people calling in. I need to be productive while I'm there and get the job done and help as many people buy as many cars as possible for myself and for the dealership. And so over time, as my role kind of developed, I mean, I was working a lot of six-day and hour or six, you know, working six days every week just because, I mean, I had a role that I was in charge of. Mm-hmm. But over time, I've kind of gotten some help. Uh, Daniel Gross, he's on the uh, – He's on the live stream watching as well. But he's been a tremendous help um, for me and, and giving me some time off. But, I mean, I don't – you know, I mean, I've got a mom and sister and everything, but I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. Uh, thankfully, I'm not ready for, for all that. But, uh, in general, I mean, I, I like our dealership. I like the hours we have, and, and they are, you know, not, not bad at all. If we were working 9 to 9, I think I might get burnt out. But, hmm. I mean, I'm able to be productive the time I'm there. And make the most of it, and and, and ultimately, you know, sell as many cars as we can. Hmm. Interesting. Well, guys, this has been this has been a pretty fluid conversation that we could probably go on another hour about, but we're gonna have to start wrapping it up. So I'd like everybody to kind of, you know, give us your your minute wrap up, how people can contact you. Can I uh, can I make a suggestion on the wrap up too? Though? Sure. Maybe just so we can d- get a little bit of a th- another topic in on this. Um, maybe everyone comments on something that you feel like. Maybe dealers listening, auto industry in general, something that they could, you know, implement into their dealership, you know, to make it better. It doesn't have to be hours. It could be any topic that maybe you thought about talking about on this show. So maybe this is your opportunity if you want to say something else and say, hey, you know, something we're doing, something that, you know, everyone listening might need to try, you know, anything like that in your closing remarks that you, uh, also feel like that we didn't get into and you know because these time this time flies when we get on yeah the show. everybody got that so that that's what we'll wrap it up with shalia we'll start with you i think i said your name right for once tonight <laughs> <laughs> i think that sounded right Good. um i guess one of my things that i love to do in my dealership is truthfully i, I love to work with the managers that have been there forever like the, the true car guys so to speak um they have a lot of insight on just how the car business used to work and it's fun to learn how it used to work and 
and just kind of putting my own spin on it and putting combining our efforts in order to get a new a new uh, new way of doing things. I guess that is very so just, cool. just learning from the the managers. That's very cool. That's very cool, right? It, uh, it was very cool, except for the part where I felt a lot older. Yeah, yeah. you're old. You could be your grandfather. <laughs> you could be your grandfather. You, you, How you the car business used to be, girl. <laughs> I remember when she, I had to pick had, up a phone. She, she, but I like that. I like that. Yeah. Shalia, do you yeah, want to give your contact Shalia. information so people can get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you? Follow you on Twitter or anything? All that good I, stuff? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess as long as somebody can spell my name, they can find me, really. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you can contact me. My email is uh, Shalia S, so that is S-I-A-L-E-A-S at WillardAutoGroup.com. Awesome. Or um, really, you can give me a call. My, my cell phone number is 301-462-9399. Awesome. And your, her uh, name and picture are on the screen as well. as I think that's her uh, one of her, her Twitter handle is on there as well. So make sure you follow her. Thank you so much, uh, Shalia, for being on the phone uh, or on the call with us. And um and sorry about the the mispronouncing your name so many 17 times. Seventeen times. Seventeen times. But we got it. We finally got it right. <laughs> you, you get used to it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Tony. Tony, man, give us your um, you know, give us your closing remarks. Something you'd like to leave the audience with today. Tony with the keys, man. So first and foremost, I just want to say uh, I think that we should always be learning. Always be learning how to bring value. Uh, invest in yourself, invest in, in training to, to work your way into, into, uh, into being a household name. Uh, I, I invest in training. Uh, I'm, I'm with Mark Jennison and Jonathan Dawson, and, and I watch all of these training videos on, on YouTube, and, and I, I learn about my apps. I learn how to, how to build engagement with them, uh, card tap and bomb bomb and, and all of these things. So, so I, I would I would encourage everyone, even the the, the millennials, the Gen Xers, baby boomers, everyone, uh, to really really learn how to keep an eye on the way that the times are moving because times are moving and and it, it is at the point of disruption right now. So it's it, it's growth on a large scale. You can make one video and, and ten million people see it if it's the right if it's the right content. So right. it's just. You know, um, definitely continue to train and and stay stay current with the time. Nice, nice. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, Tony. Yep. Let's go to Jake Davis. And you can and you can. Oh, oh yeah. How, how do we follow it? Sorry. Man, all you got to do is go to your search bar and type in Tony with the keys. I'm the only one. Tony with the keys. I got the keys that belong to you. You know how to find me. Tony <laughs> with the keys. All nice, right. Thank nice. you. Thank, Thank you so Tony. much. All right. Let's go to Jake Davis. All right, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a blast. But uh, as far as just talking about millennials in in general, I think if there's somebody that you need to meet them where they're at in the process, um, we didn't really talk about the experience and and things of that nature. But you definitely need to streamline things, you know, figure out what information they already know and get them the information that they're looking for to to make a better experience. Um, Definitely, uh, you know, a group, a, a lot of people, I mean, I, I read a statistic, 4.1 million vehicles were purchased last year by millennials, so they're, you know, not a generation to forget. Um, so be sure to, uh, you know, obviously stay on the cutting edge and, and make sure to market to those people correctly and give them the right experience. Uh, and as far as finding me, um, Facebook's probably the best way. You can email me at jakedavis at uh, com, and then Twitter, uh, at Jake from North GA is uh, one of my Twitter accounts. I've got like three, but I definitely can check that one. So 
Awesome. Look forward to connecting with everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Awesome. Awesome. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Jameson Johnson. Jameson, uh, thanks for being with us, man. Again, it was a pleasure uh, meeting you. Why don't you leave us with uh, leave us with some uh, final thoughts? Yeah, um, pleasure here as well. Like the uh, like Tony and Jake said, you know, just uh, just stay ahead of the curve. Uh, one thing that I did that helped my business out a lot over the past couple of years was uh, engaging more into the uh, the social media side of selling. Um, and one thing I noticed, you know, anytime if if you've gone to the airport and like I was in the airport earlier this week, I walked through there. And unless somebody is busting their butt to get to their terminal so they don't miss their flight, every single person has their phone out doing something on their phone. Mm. So um, just, you know, build up more, get on get on social media, uh, Facebook, um, YouTube is one of the things that I implemented in, in my sales uh, strategy last year. Um, I created a YouTube channel. I do, I do car reviews on there, post them up. I do ride-alongs to tell people about you know, the vehicle. Um, I do a lot of custom builds here. So uh, we're big truck Mustang dealers. So, you know, I jack up truck six inches, throw, you know, 20, 24 inch wheels on it. Uh, Mustangs get them up to 825 horsepower and put this stuff out on social media because that really engages people because it's something different, you know, that not everybody is doing or maybe not in their area is doing. So then I'll have people reach out to me from, you know, all over the U.S., um, asking about you know vehicles and doing that stuff, so that would be my tip. You know, stay on top of that. If you don't have um, a social media outlet that you're pounding every single day, then definitely go ahead and start implement that. Uh, if your friends and family get annoyed by it, that's okay. Yeah. There's an unfollow button on there, but I guarantee you that at the end of the day, if they hear somebody shopping or in the market for a vehicle, you're the first person, first person that they think about because of all the stuff that you post and. One other thing that, that was unique that happened to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a customer out of state in Tennessee, and uh, they were looking at a pre-owned vehicle, and uh, she said, you know, just call me in about 20 minutes, and uh, and I'll answer. So I picked up my, my cell phone instead of my office phone, and uh, I mistakenly hit FaceTime. And so I'm ringing FaceTime, and I was like, all right, well, I'll just let it ring. So she picks up, and I show her the vehicle. We have a 20-minute phone conversation, and I'm showing her this, this pre-owned uh, vehicle that I have here, and that probably helped out more than sending pictures or just a phone conversation over the phone because we were really engaged there with each other and you know she could see every single thing up close I was telling her and we could you know get each other's reactions off of it and uh, you know within an hour or two here I've got 50 plus thousand dollars being wire transferred to me off of a 20 minute FaceTime video that's so, crazy but anyway that would be uh, that would be my tip uh, do nice. a lot more video and uh, just really engage with the customers and uh, if you'd like to reach out to me you can uh, find me on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way. Facebook, um, just up under Jameson Johnson. Uh, same spelling that's in the uh, in the video right here. And uh, I believe that's my name. I may have Athens Ford in parentheses. Um, you can look it up that way or on Facebook. Just search um, hashtag Ride with JJ. So R I D E uh, W I T H J J. You can probably find a, a bunch of pictures and videos there. And uh, awesome. on YouTube, same thing. Search uh, channel name Ride with JJ. Uh, standard spelling on that and you can pull up my youtube channel there and uh email is uh going to be j letter j last name johnson um at athensford.com and then uh, i'll give you my cell phone number as well as area code um 706-340-6815 so anybody that has any questions feel, feel free to reach out anytime and uh, i appreciate you guys having me on this afternoon hey jameson it's our pleasure man thank you very much yeah thank you there's a lot of contact yeah. information yes awesome and I think uh, Subi. Subi is the last Subi, one. Subi, last but not least. The yes. millennial star of the Hi. show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This is a topic that I'm really passionate about, obviously, because I think 
we need to do a better job of attracting all age groups, all cultures, all everything, and we do a poor job because of doing it the, the way that we've always we've been doing it. Um, so the way you can contact me is at Subi101 on Twitter, or you can search me on Facebook, Subi Ghosh, I'm pretty easy to find. Um, and my email address is subi.ghosh at stringcompanies.com. But if I were to give a concluding thought, I would say remove your bias. If you have bias towards any generation or any culture or uh, or anything, really, um, your managers and your team will do the same, which ends up being a really poor experience for your customers. So it's a sick cycle. When we feel a certain way, we end up um, putting that forth into the team and then a really bad experience for the customers. So just be willing to adapt to, and evolve to both teammates and your customers' changes because technology is making us evolve at a fast rate. And the fact that my parents are on Facebook and using and texting me with emojis tells me that anybody can evolve. So if we rethink our culture and our leadership, our value prop of what it means to work at our companies, um, our simple pay plans, things like that will attract that audience and, and you'll find hungry people no matter what. But if you give a, a reason to work at your dealership, I find that we get far better talent. But it, it takes us removing that bias and being willing to adapt. So that would be what I ask for you guys to consider. Nice. Thank you so much. Always great seeing you. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Of course. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, thank you to all of our guests. And um, so let's wrap up this and let's read some comments and in, in, um, because we have a lot and we want to uh, give your voice some of some of the voices that came in. We have some comments in front of us and um, credible feedback, incredible comments. Um, let's see. Let's read some here. Is that where we're starting with Christopher Ward? He said, our parents generation got crushed. So car by say, OK, so you guys, what does that say? Got crushed. So car by car sales terms in the good old days that they painted a negative picture of, yeah, I don't know if that, so a picture of working in the car business as a career. As a result, millennials never tend to dream about being in the car business. Change the narrative around being in automotive sales. That would have been a good question. Watch the application. (laughs) And um, Sean Hayes is watching. What's up, Sean? Commented on Jameson. Jake Davis, uh, Sean Hayes in the house. uh, Kylan. Uh, let's see here. Jeff Glacken, you're either driven or you aren't. Labels are just excuses. Mm-hmm. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Amy Banner, millennial, here, putting to Tupelo, mi- mi- Mississippi, Mississippi on the map. Mississippi. I'm sorry, man. I'm just, right. you, you know, I mean, just Kim's writing. By the way, rides. By the way Bomb Bomb, um, you guys owe us $17,462 right. for, yeah. your, your, uh, your, for your unsolicited. Brad Wise. Brad Wise. What's up, Brad Wise? I heard Brad. Uh, Brad spoke to us yesterday. I talked here. to Brad yesterday for a minute. Yeah, for a minute. What do you say here? Read his comment. Let's see, he said because millennials are primarily on mobile devices, are they more likely to use click to call to get info or fill out forms and submit a lead when on a dealer's website? That's a f- great question. My wife, who is not a millennial, just texted me. <laughs> not a millennial, babe. Uh, said, "Read much?" Question mark. It was not my reading, <laughs> wow. honey. It was the um, writing. It was Kim's it was writing. writing. Kim typed the comments off of Facebook uh, keep going or Lewis's. Scroll on down, suckers. Keep Why it moving. Always get the well, because Kim looked at me like it Lou. wasn't her, but somebody translated it over to. <laughs> Brian West holds a cell phone instead of using a Bluetooth, calls herself a millennial. <laughs> Just because he said he's not a millennial, right? I don't know. Luis Butler 
said uh, Washington. Keys, key, 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 key. Tony with the keys. Christopher Ward, the deal board knows no age. Come on, Chris. Oh, now that's a good one. That's Chris. a good one. I like that. that one. Gabe Levy, old guy here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> with his limited engagement and one Gabe. one one uh, sentence. Gabe quote. is my Gabe is my son, by the way. Christine uh, Plunkett, I watched Jake's what? videos for the accent. She loves him. Oh, I said. Oh, I said. As much as you oh, I said. Typical yeah. old guy blaming the millennial. First of all, Kim is not a millennial, <laughs> um, and Lewis is not a millennial either. Lewis is a millennial. Okay. Oh, he is barely. Yes, we were talking. All right. So Williams. Let's see. Will- Willis Williams. Jake is going to kill it. How many videos? So we got comments coming yeah. in. I love them. Um, you know, honestly, wow. keep the dialogue going on Facebook with th- this discussion because, um, you know, I think the one thing that I love. That I heard on this, so you know, if you really want to know, one of my favorite comments was at the end when uh, Shelia. <laughs> did I say it wrong? Yes. yes. Yes, it was obviously Shalia Leo. <laughs> no, she, anyway, she, when she said <laughs> something stupid. at the end, her last comment was one of my favorites because when we're talking about all this social media, and we even in some of our questions label, you know, the questions. <laughs> yeah, she sure. said, "What's your favorite thing?" In the comment that she comes across so clear on is, "I like hanging out with." The car guys and learning the car business. They remind me of my and dad. He, okay. <laughs> that's not how she said it. No, I know. I'm just kidding. She didn't say that, but that's probably. You know what I'm saying? That the comment was because that comment was that comment shatters. I, I think the, it showed the, her passion for the business. Yes, actually. it shatters what you think about millennials. It, yeah. it, mm-hmm. She said out of all the comments, it wasn't some comment that it was right. a comment that is it, it should make dealers proud and happy. Yeah. She's like, hey, I want I'm, I like hanging out and learning the actual yeah. business and yeah. then putting my spin on it because that's the reality, yeah. man. I mean, people still want to drive away in a car. I love what Jameson said. Facetiming, he did it by accident, but I mean, you know, and and I love the fact that you know, Facetiming and then being able to walk over to the car, be like, hey, how you doing? Look, I just thought I'd Facetime you. I can see it now as a salesperson. I just thought I'd Facetime Great. you Smart. and go ahead and just walk over here and show it to you real quick. I know it was accident, but he thought yeah. on the he thought off. No, the I thought what I thought was uh, really kind of what I was thinking about when he was talking about that was the fact that you know, good thing he wasn't in the bathroom or something. Like that. <laughs> <was> the, <laughs> you know, the fact that oops. Mo- that millennials or maybe the younger generation or maybe everyone um, now have be- have gotten so comfortable with uh, Facetime. The- FaceTime and video, mm-hmm. they actually prefer that than to actually stand in front of you right. and talk. Now, I know well, in his case, she was in a different geographical location because yeah. he but, talked about but the But he did it accidentally, but oh, now amazing, what, I yeah. guarantee you what he's going to do now he's do it on purpose. is he's going to do it on purpose <laughs> and create a sales strategy because the deal is he did it on purpose, but then had the he had the salesmanship, right, to go to, to think quick, yeah. right, and say, hey, let me walk you over. I thought I'd walk you over to the car. Showed it to her. Then did you hear, hear what he said at the end? He just there was an e-commerce deal that took place there. Yeah. Wire wire transfer fifty grand into the account. I mean, hey, good, yeah, kudos, a way to go this. there, Jameson. Christine Plunkett said, need a whole another show to talk about <clears throat> marketing and selling to millennials, and I probably concur. We probably should do that, huh? I'm yes, we should. FaceTime someone she right now. To, if you want to be on it, Christine, reach out to us, and we'll. we'll but now you can them. FaceTime because you got rid of that uh, Android device. Uh, you got an iPhone. Uh, yeah, you and Christine Plunkett, can you do it? It's not called FaceTime. It must be called something like. It's called like, a video call. Like video your face. Gonna, <laughs> That's what Andrew would call it. Video your face. I'm Something face goofy. Video. Like. I'm gonna face do a video. Time so I can hopefully get a wire transfer. All right. So uh, let's see here. Amy Banner said no, there is a trust. Video call. Hold on here. There's a trust in marketing. Amy Banner says with social media, people can see what their friends like and don't like. It's more powerful than a business saying we are great. When your friends say they are great, we believe I like that. And here's the thing about that. Look, what I was going with that is when social media, if you do something, like if you buy something from me and we have a good experience, which most sales experiences are. Yeah. Right? Or you, you know. Because you made the deal. So now I'm I'm videoing you or whatever, just something, you know, like something whimsical. 
you know, and then I'm doing this. And, hey, let me go ahead show. and tag you on this, you know, post or whatever. And then you see a video of yourself on there. And then you're like, oh, you know, that's cool. Let me share it. Oh, look what happened. Look at me on, look at me on the video. Because right. most people, right, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not always videoing themselves. I'm, I'm, FaceTiming, I'm FaceTiming with my wife right now, even though I have an Android device. For putting her my kids. on I was doing a spot. Talk so what, to what, do we have, what do we have for upcoming my shows? my daughter. What's up, y'all? While you're looking that up, let me see. Matt Keenick. It's Shulia. Shulia. There you go, Holy Matt. Thank crap. you. Shulia. Shulia. He said, okay, Chad Morgan Shalia. Shalia. said, there's a pushback on canned, scroll up, automation, but if you, not that far, not that fast. Chad Morgan, there's a pushback on canned automation, but if you can use tech to be an extension of yourself, that is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brian West, Shalia will be a driving force in the industry in the years to come. Definitely someone to keep an eye on. Yeah, I think Brian West. Yeah, I think all, all of like Brian West got a, little, got a little bit of a crush on Shalia. A little bit of a Shalia crush. That's the second comment. He's like, Shalia is way ahead yeah. of her game. She's the uh, baller. And she did give out herself on him, just saying. Yeah, I know. Brian. Hey. Did you Who screenshot that one, Brian? You can go back and watch it again, buddy, because it's on repeat. It's on It's on, It's on. on Facebook Live, Brian. You can go back and get right. Shalia's cell phone number and, you and call her you and tell her how much you love her, Brian West. We know you love her. according to that <laughs> yeah. get a wire transfer. Um, so. <laughs> we got more comments. You want to read a couple more? Chad Morgan, what do you say there, Cribs? Says, We're uh, going te- over, te- but let's read the comments. Te- from te- technology, that is an extension of you. Customers and leads hate, hate, hate automation. Yeah, we so talked about true. that. I feel like uh, I, Christine Plunkett. I feel like Navin Johnson. Navin Johnson. Navin Johnson. I don't even know that's who that from is. the jerk. You know, remember Steve Martin, the jerk? Evidently not. He said Navin. Yeah, that's before my good job, time. Christine. Steve a, Martin's before my time. A plus for the Christine. Uh, for the Jillian Christine Ambrose. Very millennials hate being on the phone. Ha ha. <laughs> well, actually, it was funny because you know Tito. Uh, said something about <laughs> Tito said something interesting. Why'd you notice that he said that I will once they do my, watch my videos, I'll get them on the phone. So actually, I think that if a millennial can learn to own the phone, which Jameis Johnson owned the phone, learned how to do that in the boot camp on Tuesday, right, and went back and sold three deals yesterday. Come Boom. on, come on, yeah. Joey Perez can't lie I though. Too. You know, true millennial fashion. Going to spell though th- like like that hoe over though. there. Look, he like. That's what he did. He said that T H O. He left the T out. I thought he was. Oh look, it's it's look. It the Mac fact that I'm millennial, willing to pick up the hammer. Why don't connect, you FaceTime me, Kenny? You know what? I can't concentrate. No. All right, so listen, we're gonna go. We're way over. Tommy won't let me read the comments because he's talking. Right, bro, on the phone. Oh, hey, what's up, Matt? Oh, oh. Man, he's out. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know what you were doing there. Yeah, you, I sorry. You, you don't ever know what I'm doing. Like, read the com- read Joey's comments. We can get him on Carolina, the air. Carolina, Joey. The fact I, I'm a millennial, willing to pick up the. Oh, yeah, I can't even read that when he says stupid crap like that. To pick up the hammer and connect <laughs> offers on a muscle. What is he even talking about? Let's say it like Joey, though. Let's say it like Joey does. Say it like Joey. Go. I can't lie, though. The fact that I'm a millennial willing to pick up the hammer and connect offers a muscle. Most guys my age are scared to grow. Grow what? A muscle. <laughs> a pair. A phone muscle. <laughs> I'm so I don't even know what that meant, Joey. What did that mean? Hello? I don't know. It's it means that he's a millennial that can, is willing to pick up the phone slash AKA hammer and grow a muscle, meaning grow, you know. <laughs> I don't think that's what it said. <laughs> what are you laughing at? One more comment, then we're going. Kevin yes. Burns, here's something I can tell you 100% is an advantage to have a millennial managing your social media versus someone from the baby boomer generation in my experience. I respond to every single comment on our Facebook, good or bad. I engage in true. unique ways. Uh, the calls more engagement by uh, gifs. Um, it, 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 is that he said? Gifs, Me- memes, and gifs. Other gifs. I believe it's it, called gifs. I think it's gifs. I think, memes, every, I think it's either way now. It's gifs. Gifs is peanut butter. All right. Memes and other cultural. Is it gifs? Okay. Gifs. Things. Gifs. 
It's, it's GIFs. GIFs. All right. All right. Thank you. From our generation, the older generations don't really understand that concept. It's even more powerful on tools like Facebook. When you set up an audience, Kevin's writing a book here, audience for an AD that is just millennials. Turn the page. AD. AD after the death. Right. And then you respond in that manner. Not only does your engagement skyrocket, you're talking the same language, page two, as the majority of people. He would have used a meme or a GIF on this. We would have already had the point. This is going to need an IDN number. This is like published as ADs at times and have seen success. I should have. Why didn't you guys warn me? Have seen success continue to come from these methods and strategies. It takes time, hands-on approach, patience, because it might take me three months to read. I mean, to hook. One of these younger Tim, people Tim was like this. Oh, in, but oh. once they start engaging with me, they stay engaging. Once you get one talking, they often tag you and their friends. Also, it just gets oh. funny and enjoyable. They remember these moments when it comes time to buy. Amen. I remember this. What's moment. his name? <laughs> I didn't remember who the guy was. Oh, no. Scroll back, back to the top. top. See if you hour. find the gif. That was really long. Kevin Burns. Kevin Burns. All right, guys, let's get off this show. Holy yeah, let's moly. do it. God bless y'all. Nightmare on service drive. That's Nightmare nice. on service drive. Coming up. Love y'all.